Welcome back, guys, to Flops and Fades. This is episode 39. I'm Kayla. I'm Shy. And we're back. As always, use the hashtag FNFPod when you're tweeting about the show. So let's get into it. What's your fave this week? Okay, so my fave is kind of... I, I feel like I have two faves, but both of them are pretty quick. I don't know if you guys know, but Game of Thrones is coming back. Season yeah. 8 will be here upon us when? In April? Uh, yeah. And I've been seeing, like, Buku tweets about it. I've seen the, the promo videos for it. Um, I've actually seen a tweet talking about the episodes. So the first two episodes are going to be an hour. And then the the next one, two, three, four episodes after that will be like an hour and 20 minutes. So I'm very excited. I, I feel like the episodes should be longer. But I'm very excited. This is one of my favorite shows um, I really don't know what to say. I, I feel like everybody's going to die. That's 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 how much I <laughs> feel like I don't know. But um, I'm very much so excited for that. And my second uh, fave is the Patriots versus the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. Boo. Yes, Boo. we know. I wish it was the Saints because they cheated. Not Honestly, once, but twice. The, the Saints and the Chiefs. Like, I think everybody wanted to see that. I think... Saints and Chiefs. I, I'm going to give you different scenarios. I felt like it could have been the Chiefs and the Rams strictly because it was too new quarterback so it would have been a coming of age story you know what i'm uh-huh. saying like passing of yeah. the guard but i feel like this patriots versus rams thing is definitely i, I believe they played in the super bowl twice in the early 2000s I, mm-hmm. I think they wanted to make that a thing and considering that the los angeles rams tickets don't sell very well and they are yeah. in a big market i feel like they're trying to get that going so they really cheated they cheated Yes, they no, cheated. Like but legit, yes. Legit <laughs> cheated. Like, it was blatant. They cheated twice. They cheated on yeah. the Michael Thomas play and the Tommy Lee play, which was a pass yeah. interference. But um, I'm favoring this because the Patriots versus Rams Super Bowl matchup, uh, tickets are down. Like, the ticket prices <laughs> are plummeting. And I watched the game personally, the Saints versus Rams game, and I literally watched people cancel their flights, hotel rooms, and yes. everything <laughs> – because it was like, oh, well, fuck it, we're not going. And I, I feel yeah. like this was like a, a ploy to really get these two teams in there. And NFL, y'all got exactly what y'all wanted, the Donald Trump Bowl. And I'm <laughs> I'm so happy that this shit is going down a fucking drain. But that's my two faves. <laughs> um, so shout out to football fans, really. <laughs> Facts. For being like, fuck that Super Bowl. Um, well, my fave is actually Game of Thrones related uh, as well. Really quickly, I just want, I just really love when someone new uh, starts the show. My favorite, my fave this week is really just how excited other people get to know that someone they know is starting the show. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, somebody we both follow on Twitter has started it recently. And it's so funny to see everybody replying to his tweets like, oh, I can't wait for you till you get to this episode. I can't wait till you get to this episode. Oh, now it's really about to start popping. Like, I don't know. It's just the joy of having someone else get on the Game of Thrones train. What a play amazing. by play. I mean, yes, I love it. And it, it's just like, it's the greatest show ever. Like, and so to have people continuously trying to get more people to watch it and stuff. I think it's so funny. And I've been seeing that over the last week or so. And so that's my fave this week. Just the joy other people feel when someone they know starts the show is great. So I feel like this is going to be a flop heavy episode, at least for me. Um, Yeah. I kind of have two, but they're kind of short. Okay. Well, so I I think this is going to be super floppy. Um, all right, so I, I've been seeing this tweet from some some Twitter page. It's a it's a verified Twitter page, talking about new culture, new rules. Family Guy will no longer make gay jokes that are deemed uh, p- 
politically incorrect after producer admits that those lines are unacceptable for today's audience. Now, I feel like uh, us as a society, we are getting pretty weak because Family Guy does talk about everybody. And I, I feel like nobody should be held um, out of a joke's reach. But I, I do, on the brighter side, I mean, the other side, I can see people saying some things are very much so out of bounds. But I don't think Family Guy really, you know, crosses the line when they do certain things. Um, but my other flop is people, um, there, there's another tweet. Uh, I just love being on Twitter. You walk in your crib and you see your son doing this. What's your first reaction? And it's a, a little white boy and he's doing his makeup. Me personally, I don't find nothing wrong with this. I mean, if your child is gay, he's gay. But if he does do makeup, he doesn't necessarily have to be gay either. So, um, I, I feel like I'm flopping everybody who has something negative to say about that because first of all, makeup is a very big business and a lot of people yeah. are making money off, um, fucking doing makeup yeah that's a billion dollar business right there um i had one friend in high school actually his dad did hair like did not he wasn't a barber he literally legitly did hair so i don't think y'all can hold certain things over people's head and call it gay like um doing makeup or something like that um there's a lot of stuff that goes on i guess regularly that's not the norm as what we used to do we used to stay outside boy and girl stay outside until it was fucking the street lights were about to come turn back off for the next day um these kids sit on youtube all day watch makeup tutorials vlogs uh watch other kids play with toys it's just a different it's a different like i, I guess generation to where fuck if they wanted to do makeup they can and right. if my child chose to do makeup Fuck, we gonna get him some Fenty Beauty because we not. Um, what's the what's the the white racist makeup dude? I, I can't fuck with him. Jeffrey Star. See, so see, I I know a little bit, you know what I'm saying, but <laughs> we get him some Fenty and we go make some money because that's 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 a big business. Yeah. But um, flop flop to y'all. Yeah, it's just like I feel like people post that stuff to incite like you know hate towards whoever it is in the video or the picture yeah and i honestly think nobody even be talking about some of the stuff that they even be mentioning like someone said blase blase blah and you know nobody damn well didn't say that shit people just want to create negativity like i can't follow people like that like who want to create negative um what's the word like conversation and then using somebody else as an example, and then bringing all that negativity towards that person when they did not ask for that at all. Facts. Just, I, I don't like that at all. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, my flop this week. I have two flops. Couldn't choose on each one. Um, the first one I want to talk about um, is Tyler, the Creator. So Tyler, the Creator, went on this little mini rant on Twitter a few days ago, and he talked about how you shouldn't let your identity be your identity, whatever the fuck that means. That um, says fucking nothing. <laughs> he said, you know, he didn't eat sushi until he was in his 20s because his mom told him that that wasn't black people's stuff. Or he didn't go snowboarding till he was older or some shit because he thought that was white people shit or whatever, right? And so he's talking about like how black people are not, cultured pretty much we don't know anything outside of what we know and stuff like that right we could say the same thing for every race his whole thing was you know like black people there's black people that we're just so limited and my problem with that is 
he's traveled the whole world and his opinion on black people is as limited as they were before he hopped off the porch. You know what I mean? I've been a lot of places. You got to break down what hop off the porch means. Oh, well, hop off the porch is like, you know, just entering the world. Like, <laughs> if you don't, hopping off the porch is you just entering the world or whatever. And so, you know, experience stuff that's outside of your own um, personal. Your typical backyard. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, he, his, his limited view of black people goes, shows me that even being as traveled as he is now has gone all over the world, whatever, it still goes to show that he must not be traveling around other black people. He must not be going to other places where there are other black people. And it's just ignorant to me. Eating to me, eating sushi and going snowboarding and making that a marker of things black people refuse to do. Like a ton of people don't eat raw food. Like somebody replied to his tweet, a white guy replied to his tweet and was like, "My mom didn't want me to eat raw food either. That doesn't have anything to do with being black." Yeah, like, I was about to go and, the extra mile and say like, just because I I, th- I think people think they're um like it's a luxury not to do shit that black people do like especially for black people, black people feel like if you're doing something opposite of what typical black people do, like, of course, some people don't go snowboarding. Black people don't typically go skateboarding. snowboarding. I'm going to say the mass because they can't afford to do it. I'm pretty sure they would do it if they could afford to do it. Some people just can't afford to do it. I'm pretty sure in fucking Los Angeles, niggas just can't afford to do it. You know what I'm saying? Or the fact that there's no fucking snowboarding around you anyway. I mean, you live in Los Angeles. I think people think it's really a luxury. But the whole point, like, not even necessarily just, like, you know, this is what the majority does, whatever, whatever. Black people are different everywhere. Like, we live in a city where black people don't do too many things that where... I li- like I live in two cities pretty much for people who don't know me. I live in I live back and forth in two cities, New Orleans and a smaller city outside uh, like two and a half hours outside of New Orleans. And black people in these two areas are different. I see black people out here who go hunting, duck hunting. They wear fucking cowboy boots and go on hay rides and shit. Go on trail do we do rides. That in New Orleans? Do we do that in New Orleans? Fuck no. And so black people are different everywhere. And so to say, well, you know, I just feel like black people need to be, need to do stuff outside of what black people do. It's like, my nigga, you look like you need to learn more about different yeah, black sound, people outside of the very community that you grew up in. Like, that's the thing. Like, you have to, you need to educate yourself and become more... Uh, cultured in knowing about more black people than the ones you choose to surround yourself around because clearly they're no different than you. And so that's like, I just, it's so annoying. And then I think what annoyed me the most is Tyler, the creator's audience is not majority black. So you sitting on Twitter as a big ass grown man, whining to all these non-black, these white kids about how much you can't stand what black people do. It really rubs me the wrong way. There are certain conversations that you need to keep at the table, and that was one of them. So that's my first flop. Yeah, you should have lo- lost that shit. That shit was bullshit. My second flop this week, because this irks me as well, and I see this way too often, and I just need for this group of people that I'm about to talk about, and I don't want you to feel any offense when I start talking about it, but I need this group of people to do better. So, Kofi Sirabo, you don't know, you know, he's from, uh, what's the show called? Um, 
Queen Sugar, Kofi Sirbo. He's a actor, beautiful, gorgeous black man, whatever, right? And so he tweeted something that said this. He said, I wish there were more spaces in the world for black men to be validated emotionally rather than physically. I know we look good, but there's so much more, man, I promise. Okay, mm-hmm. so that sounds like a harmless tweet. You know, you want somewhere, you want a safe space, right? Like, as a black man, you want a safe space for you to be able to be emotional with other black men. Or maybe not just other black men, but you just want to feel like you can be emotionally open in the world, period, as a black man. I understand that there's, you know, the stereotype that black men are harder and stronger and the ex- expectation, not even just the stereotype, but the expectation that you have to be stronger and harder and all of these different things, right? The problem that I have with that tweet and what I, and I see variations of this same tweet over and over and over again, I wish black men had a place where they could be emotional, blah, 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 is... You do. The fact that, not even that, because I don't know what black men have for themselves. I don't. I'm a black woman, so I cannot speak on what you have. But what I can say is, black men that tweet these things, they continually hope for a space to be carefree, but they're not doing the work to com- to create it themselves. Like, one day, black women that came before me decided they would no longer deal with the shit that they were dealing with in silence. So they decided that friendship and community will be the way that they navigate this trash-ass world, and I mean trash. And so they pass those same ideas on to their children and their grandchildren, and we continue to create safe spaces for ourselves because it's necessary for our mental health, our physical health, our children's health, and shit, even the strength of the community itself. And so we're doing the work though. Like black women have these spaces and not even just black women, but people of different marginalized identities. We have these safe spaces for ourselves because we got out, we did the work and created them for ourselves. And you can't have a ah. man woman haters club unless you create that bitch, right? Like you have to go out and create these things. And so like we have a long way to go us when I say we as black women like we have a long way to go but we're doing the work that is required to get to whatever destination it is that we want to be at I don't see the same thing with black men so you cannot continue to ask for these things unless you're willing to put in the work like it's constant I see this like I see this all I swear I see this all the time man I wish there was a place where I could be emotional and I could be open blah 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 create this space for yourself people these are like people are doing this every single day you cannot as a grown adult somebody who definitely wants to express themselves you acknowledge the fact that you want to express yourself that's the first step now do something about it like you got to pick yourself up and do it yourself everybody else is doing the same thing it's not gonna be handed to you that's my yeah, I was about to say, I, I believe, I believe that's something not just for him, but any black man or any man in general. That's within yourself because I get on Twitter and I feel like that's a space for me to say whatever I want. I talk to my family, my friends, my girl, whatever. That's all spaces that I feel like I can say what I want, even if I say, oh, you know, like anything. I, I, I don't know, like just like the the thing I say with the makeup. I, I feel like I stand on it. A lot of people wouldn't agree with it as far as a man, but I feel like, well, as far as a black man, you know, they feel like, like you said, they're too hard to, to say certain things, but they feel opposite about it. I don't, I don't care about the makeup thing. Like, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, saying a man looks attractive. I don't have a problem with saying, Oh, this man looks nice. You know what I'm saying? This, this nigga obviously gets bitches. He looks nice. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have a problem with saying anything that I feel like saying. And I feel like 
once once you you do that mentally in your mind, be like, okay, I feel like I can say what I want. Then you create the space to say what you want. Right. I just it's just and also just to add on to that flop, like one of the so I saw so I saw somebody uh, reply to the tweet and she and it was a woman. And she said, uh, those spaces that you're talking about are called black women, black women, uh, real ones uplift and recognize what you're about because it's the same for us. We're consistently seen as invalid in every regard, not because of freedom. I mean, not because just of emotion. We're here for you, King. We're in this together. Okay. So there's bullshit in that because you cannot make your safe space another person. Like, that's true. You, I mean, you can you or you to, can't. It, yeah, it, I mean, it's, like, really subjective. But, you know, like, you cannot empty all your burdens onto another person. That's what I mean. Like, if he's up, asking, yeah. if he's asking to be more emotional, if he's asking to talk about the shit that bothers him in his life and stuff like that, if he's talking about, you know, ha- wanting to talk about things that are heavy, no other person should be your dumping grounds for everything that you go through. There's, you can talk about things with, you know, your partner, your friends, your mama, your daddy, whoever, but there are things that you need to do. There's expression that you need to do on your own before you can dump that on somebody else. Because I've said this before, how often do we have to pour, we as women have to pour ourselves into men before we realize that we're emptying ourselves in order to fill somebody else up. It's just unnecessary. It's not needed. And it's not something that I feel like it's something that we need a mindset that we need to just kind of let go. And so that response was some bullshit. Like I am not I, your I, safe space. I think people, I, I, I want to get it on a t-shirt. Like, Facts, like I'm I wanna, not your safe space because I mean, like, I should be able to go to anybody I love and talk to them about things that are bothering me and in my life. Yes, I do think that. But I think to make somebody, you know, to say, I well, I'm your safe space, whatever you need me to do, whatever you need me to take in from you. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. I, no, that's a lot of pressure on one person. And I just don't, I don't agree that black women are j- like, you know, the bad yeah, gotta, Like, I feel I, like we shouldn't have to do that, you know? I feel like it's certain things... Uh, first of all, I feel like he's fishing for attention because that could go both ways. Like, uh, I know people who who specifically... I'm, I'm not saying he purposely could be doing this, but I know people who tweet certain things to get attention from other people. Um, as far as, like, a safe space, find some shit to do. Besides the people that you you know, like, I'm, I'm a single child. Well, I'm an only child. I do my, my own things to know what I like. I like going to play basketball because that's my safe space. I like playing my video game because that's a safe you know that's my space to collectively do shit that i like doing i like painting i like drawing i like writing i like reading that's all things that you can do to think about what you're you know going through like that's all things that sometimes people don't want to do to be honest with you i don't i don't i don't have too many partners that they're right i don't have too many partners that you know do art and stuff like that but uh great ways to express yourself. You could do yoga. I mean, like I said, some niggas don't, don't do these certain things. Like Tyler Creator said, niggas ain't going snowboarding. Maybe you should go <laughs> snowboarding. That might be your, your safe space, but you got to find something to do to, to either take your mind off of something or think about how could you make that thing a better thing for you? You know right. what I'm saying? And you need to find people who are like you as well. Like, 
you may not know somebody who does this particular thing, but it's your responsibility, like same with the Tyler Creator thing, it's your responsibility to find other people who are like that instead of just writing it off and being like, well, nobody is like this. I'm all alone in this world. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's my flop. I just was so annoyed by that, by those two things that I just I just had to get it off my chest. <laughs> Fuck the Super But Bowl. yeah. Yeah, fuck the Super Bowl, for real, for real. That that was the but, moral um, of the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to need me a fucking safe space for the Saints fan shit. Yeah, I need a, a cigarette. support That's group or something. <laughs> a, a cigarette shit. Right. I, need, I might have yeah. to uh, file a lawsuit like everybody else. Uh, what's the bad tub wisdom this week? My bad tub wisdom would be from somebody, Rick Rubin. He, he works with okay. Def Jam. Uh, it's a quote. It says, it's helpful to get opinions, but avoid being bound to them. The choice is ultimately yours. I've mm-hmm. uh, basically been through my whole life doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do, even though my mom <laughs> told me I should do something differently. And sometimes, you know, that person that's telling you to do something, they might have the best interest for you as far as the situation, but as a overall person, a human being, uh, your your um, choice is ultimately what matters to you. I, I feel like yeah. there's no choice. There's no such thing as a bad choice. When you think about things in perspective, I, I, I hate to say that because you could do some crazy shit and then you'll learn something from it. That's that's basically what I'm trying to say. You could do some some real outlandish shit and then eventually get to a situation where you could see, OK, this situation set me up to be a better person in the long run. But basically, you have to live on the terms of you, because at the end of the day, when you're about to die, uh, you know, you got to be like, OK, I live life exactly how I wanted to like I'm I'm happy. I'm at least comfortable with the result of my life. Yeah. No, that's real, you know. I think you should always take into consideration outside opinions, but Definitely. ultimately ultimately you have to make the decision on your own, whatever it may be. So yeah. Well guys, that was another episode. episode. Yeah, it was fun though. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Got in, got out. But yeah, um Thank you for listening. Episode 39. Make sure you use the hashtag FNF pod when you're tweeting about the show. And we'll holla at y'all in episode 40. Bye. Gang.